Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. Welcome to this episode of Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. My name is Jonathan. And my name is Sarah. And today on the podcast, we're diving into the most spectacular street circuits in motorsports. With futuristic skylines and narrow street canyons, we've got an action-packed episode for you. Yeah, whether you've seen these races on TV or maybe have sat in the stands watching with excitement, it is fascinating to see just how fast and far these drivers can take their cars. Yes. All right. So our first stop is the Marina Bay Street Circuit in Singapore, most famous from Formula One. With its 1,700 floodlights, it looks like a glowing snake from the air. And this was the first ever F1 race to take place at night. It's in internationally regarded as the fastest street circuit. No other circuit offers more curves, higher bumps, and more sweat-inducing temperatures. So drivers can reach a top speed of up to 300 kilometers per hour on the shortest straights of the city course. Numerous 90-degree curves dotted throughout the course, they demand maximum concentration and driving technique. That sounds crazy. <laughs> totally. So actually, the most exciting curve up until 2013 was the Singapore Sling. Uh, isn't that the name of a cocktail? Yeah, right? Well, this triple curve really sent riders into a spin. Triple curve? Did you say triple curve? Yeah, that's right. Triple curve. However, the Singapore Sling is super challenging, and this triple curve has since been replaced by a simple left turn, probably for safety reasons. Hmm, yeah, it is better to be safe than sorry, especially exactly. on a racetrack. Exactly. Okay, Jonathan, let's go to the next place on our list, and that is Monte Carlo in Monaco. And of course, Monaco stands for glamour and money and big yachts. And of course, for the adrenaline-fueled Monaco Grand Prix, which continues to tell the story of motorsports even to this day. The Circuit de Monaco, opened in 1929, is one of the most famous racetracks in the world. Former Formula One world champ Nelson Piquet described it as a flying a helicopter in the living room. <laughs> and, you know, he's right. There's practically no space. The narrow roads force the driver close to the crash barrier on the bends, making overtaking maneuvers almost impossible. The low average speed of 150 kilometers per hour on the racetrack shows it's not speed that counts, but brains. Exactly. And it actually features the slowest corner in Formula One, the tight Fairmont hairpin taken at just 50 kilometers per hour or 30 miles per hour. Yeah, that's pretty slow for Formula One cars. Exactly. I mean, I got to tell you, I was in Monte Carlo a few years ago and walked down one of the streets of the circuit. And... Sarah, I couldn't believe my eyes. There really is no space. It felt more like a one-way back alley than a racetrack. Mm, amazing. <laughs> All right, so next on our list is a place I used to call my home and is near and dear to my heart. We have the Brooklyn Street Circuit in the USA. Oh, you lived in Brooklyn, Jonathan? I yeah, didn't know that. I lived in Brooklyn. I was born there. No, there you go. Really? Yeah, I'm a Brooklyn girl. Oh, but my goodness. Yeah, I haven't lived there in a long time, though. Same here. Same here. Mm -hmm. Well, with the New York City skyline, as you and I know very well, right in front of mm -hmm. you, and Staten Island in the rearview mirror, 
And, you know, even the Statue of Liberty rising from the sea less than three kilometers from this racetrack, the race drivers, they need to keep their eyes on the road and not on the awesome views that we know and love. Mm -hmm. The course itself leads through a harbor area and past huge container ships. The Manhattan skyline gleams on the horizon, and like I said, concentration, it's definitely needed for the circuit. Formula E got up and running in the Brooklyn district in 2017, and according to Mayor Bill de Blasio, New York is the ideal venue for Formula E. Yeah, well, for people who love New York, it definitely sounds like a breathtaking circuit, and that's for the drivers and also onlookers like me. Totally. All right, Jonathan. Well, next up on our list is Gia Circuit in Macau. Mm. Now, Macau is 50 kilometers west of Hong Kong, and it has more money flowing through the slot machines than Las Vegas. <laughs> but Macau is not just a hot spot for gamblers. It's also a hot spot for motorsport racing fans from all over the world. And they all gather at the Macau Grand Prix on this circuit called the Gia Circuit. And this is where Formula 3 cars, touring cars, and motorcycles race through the narrow streets of the city. They take super tight curves that give the city course a real thrill. Wow. The cars accelerate to top speeds of up to 260 kilometers per hour on the straight stretches between the curves. Whoa. That is super fast. Totally. Well, speaking of super fast, what do you think about going 340 kilometers per hour through a beautiful old town? Um, I think I'd try, try and stay away from the streets if that was happening. Exactly. Well, this is what happens once a year in Azerbaijan. The Baku City Circuit allows Formula One drivers to drive through a UNESCO World Heritage Site and pass gorgeous palaces. This street circuit is a bit late to the game, making its debut in 2016 with Nico Rosberg as the first winner, but its reputation grew rapidly. Many motorsport experts have since put the Baku Grand Prix on the same level with Monaco. Cool. Yeah, exactly. The track is also special because at 28 meters below sea level, the start-finish straight of the Baku City Circuit is the lowest point in the Formula One year. Hmm, interesting. I didn't know that. The more you know, right? Mm-hmm. And last but not least, we have our final circuit, and that's the Central Harborfront Circuit in Hong Kong. You know, Jonathan, with the neon signs on the streets of Hong Kong shining brightly by night, it's the more than 1,000 skyscrapers that reflect the sun during the day. Wow. And it's precisely these skyscrapers that the Formula E circuit passes year after year. During the race, however, the drivers not only pass skyscrapers, the racetrack running along the harbor also features a Ferris wheel. What? A Ferris wheel? Yeah, yeah, Ferris wheel. I don't know. Maybe they got the idea from Le Monde or Suzuka, but it's probably a good spot to watch the track with its narrow curves and hairpins. It's definitely a spectacle to behold. Wow, that does sound breathtaking. You know, I know I've been in Monaco, but I think the next one I'd like to see is the one in Brooklyn. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. It does. I, I'd like to go see that too, but God, I don't know when we'll be able to visit New York City again, you know, with this coronavirus pandemic. But here's hoping. Fingers crossed. We'll make it back. Um, and to our podcast listeners, is there a city racetrack that we've overlooked and should have mentioned in this podcast? If we have, just send us an email. Let us know. Maybe we can cover it in a future podcast. So do send your email to us at changinglanes at bmw.com. We love to 
hear from our listeners. Can't wait to hear from you. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Changing Lanes. If you enjoyed this episode, do subscribe to our podcast to get all future episodes. And to dive deeper into all things BMW, head on over to BMW.com to learn more. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jonathan. And this has been Changing Lanes. See you next time. Bye.